Building Services Engineering is a very niche and technical specialist area. Many people who go into the industry regardless of discipline or expertise didn't decide to go into it when they were coming out of school. However, now in the industry they face challenges, they still go ahead and develop fascinating careers and they see things that are changing for the future in building services. Building services are those essential items that go into a building making it habitable. Think of electricity, mechanisms to control the temperature, the quality of air, energy efficiency and fire safety. These are only a tiny element of the essential services in building services engineering. There's so much more detail. As you can imagine, the dynamic of the technical challenge will vary from a block of flats to a shopping centre to a hospital and even an operating theatre. Throughout the podcast, we'll be talking to professionals inside and outside building services engineering, including consulting engineers, contractors, suppliers, manufacturers and developers alike about their career, how they manage work-life balance in a demanding role, the current challenges and future trends in a forever developing and demanding industry. This podcast is engineered by Responsum Global, a specialist building services recruitment business. You can connect with us on all social media platforms and if you like this podcast, please subscribe and give it a review, hopefully a great review but definitely an honest one. Most of the people we meet will come through our line of work and have given us so many detailed insights into the industry, so you'll be in great company. Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of the Building Services Podcast. Uh, very excited again today to be joined by a director, a director of a, a medium-sized consultant called MZA Consultants. They were founded in central London and they've grown. Uh, they now have several offices, London, Leeds, Manchester and Dublin. Um, I'm joined today by Laura O'Leary, who is a mechanically biased engineer and a company director and in particular is in full, full charge of the operation in Ireland. Um, Laura, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, really appreciate it. No problem at all. We're well, looking forward to the rest of the conversation. We'll hopefully be going through some of your experiences during this uh, whole COVID crisis and um, what the plans are going beyond this as well. So uh, just to go straight into it, Laura, can you paint a picture for us uh, and the audience about what your life is like right now, both professionally and personally? Yeah, um, so I, I suppose uh, professionally, um, life goes on work-wise. Um, I mean, I've been locked down now for, I think this is week 13 here in Ireland. Uh, we, we were kind of given the red light on the 12th of March, um, and I was uh, traveling quite a lot to and from um, Ireland to the UK um, just with some current uh, projects that I have over there but us as a company we've always operated um, on a flexible working type approach um, bearing in mind um, you know that we we do work in the office day to day it is it is quite busy in the office in London um, but you know for whatever reason if we need to work from home um, that's the way we're set up and the way we always have been which which is great so in terms of making that transition um, it wasn't really that difficult, but just having it 
all day every day for the last 13 weeks has been uh, it's been different I must say and um, plus to say I would have traveled quite a lot so again going from getting up at uh, quarter to five on a Monday morning and being on a half six flight uh, to be in the office for quarter past eight um, and then maybe getting home at uh, 11.30 on a Thursday night to just having a more regular I guess routine um, and kind of balancing that with um, you know living and working in your own in your own home as well so yeah it's been it's been good it's been different um, and I think uh, we'll, we'll definitely learn a lot from it. Good well have you have you learned anything in particular? Um, I think so yeah I mean I think um, it, it almost uh, makes you appreciate how you do things even how you go about your everyday business um, you know in, in terms of your social awareness um, you know my space your space type thing you know I think this two meter separation distance albeit now I'm sure a lot of people are, are kind of over it um, I, I do think it's important um, also uh, you know your habits um, you know put keeping people in their comfort zone but I suppose just being mindful of your habits is what I'm trying to say um, and and appreciating um, you know where, where where others are as well um, I think I think work-wise um, as I said before, you know, we've we've always had that flexible approach, which is great. So getting used to Microsoft Teams, Zoom calls, et cetera, hasn't been an issue. Whereas I, I find because we would do a lot of work, say, with contractors, you know, you're having your daily, um, you might have your weekly site visits. You might be on site two, three days a week and you're having your meetings in various rooms, maybe, you know, on the site itself. And, you know, so almost... Um, I suppose um, introducing that to them, where they might necessarily be, you know, used to working in that way, and and knowing that well, actually, you know, we don't need to have, you know, five meetings, um, a week on this project. You know, we can we can amalgamate that. You know, we can, you know, we can sort this out over a over a collective Zoom call or Microsoft Teams or whatever. You know, um, and pick it up again. You know, the next day or you know within a few hours, um, but because I can't be there on the day doesn't mean that we can't you know we can't resolve any issues or you know we, we can't deal with what what needs to be dealt with so so what's been the biggest challenge uh, challenge i suppose um i think again just refining the routine um knowing that um you know you kind of have to just get on with things as you were um so for instance um you know it's very easy to lie in bed until the last minute and you know your working day might start at 9 a.m. So you know throwing throwing a t-shirt over your head and, and sitting at the desk at at 8:59 uh, ready to go. Um, you know, and again, uh, you know, sit, sitting there and and you know, kind of getting up and um, getting distracted. Um, I think you kind of have to be mindful of that. I think you almost need to go right. Nothing has changed from a work perspective, and that you know I need to get my tasks done. You know, I you know I've I've got clients. Um, you know, I've I've got milestones to hit. Um, you know, deadlines to deliver. Um, so that all needs to be done. So for me, um, I've certainly needed to keep my day as structured as possible. So um, you know, I'll 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 not be getting up at at four forty five, but you know, I'll I'll certainly be getting up at four forty five a.m. That's that's on my Monday mornings. <laughs> what what, what um, are you doing at that time? That's my travel day. What am I doing? I'm like going. Please say that my bag is packed. <laughs> um, but no, so it's it's making sure that you know re ready to hit the day ahead. So you know, getting up around seven thirty, getting out for a little bit of fresh air, say before the working day, because obviously, you know, you're 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 stuck in your office or your or your room where your where your setup is. 
um, making sure that I've got everything I need for the day so I'm not getting distracted and having to run out to the shop when I when I really don't need to. Um, but also as well, you know, going right, okay, um, get my first few hours done, um, taking a small break, then, you know, having my lunch as normal. So I'll head out for maybe half an hour, refresh. And, you know, thankfully the weather's been great. So, you know, grabbing a bit of sunshine, maybe taking a book just to almost just sit and just take your mind off things, you know, if it is a busy day. Um, and then getting back in again for the afternoon shift and trying to finish up around the sort of 6.30 mark, you know, and, and kind of just cutting off for the day and then, you know, trying to do a bit of exercise just to kind of de-stress then um, and clear the head, if you like. Because um, what I find as well is it's, it's, it's quite easy to almost go, okay, it's 6.30, sure, you know, I'll just get this thing done now and then the next thing it might be 7.30 because another email might have come in or, you know, if, you know the phone might go and, and, then, and the next thing before you know it's, it's 8 o'clock and then, you know, that rolls into exercise time or, you know, you start cooking dinner and then the next thing you're getting into, for me, it's, it's almost like it takes you an extra bit of time to switch off then. Yeah. So, it could be 11 30 12 before you're actually going to sleep and then that that all has that domino effect whereas just trying to keep the day as structured as as, as possible is, is i think a, a good way to go and you know just talking to a few of my colleagues and so on um and you know kind of clients and contractors that i work with day to day and they're they're the same they're saying you know the first while has been a struggle but if you can kind of nail down you know some sort of a routine it really does help so uh, i'm so glad i'm so glad you said that to be honest it's it, it chimes with my my last guest, who's Susie, and um, uh, she's she's a a wellness coach, and she provides training for uh, mental health and well-being into the property and construction sector. Um, and we we touched on this is the last episode that I recorded, and we we touched on exactly the same thing as in getting your routine right, setting your boundaries, and um uh, the fact that you said that it's so easy to slip off and carry on going and carry on going without realizing I think it just yeah. goes to show that 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 whole idea of not being able to have a downtime and an uptime it's not just juniors that most people think it's who who might struggle to set boundaries around their times it's everyone it's so easy to just you know you're in the zone you're carrying on with it why not do another 10 more minutes why not do another 10 more minutes and before yeah. you know it's midnight <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I think we've all been there, you know, at, at, at various times and, and, you know, it's, it's just so easy to get into that rut, just like it's so easy to fall off the wagon. You know, if you've been, say, doing exercise and you have been improving yourself or if you've been maybe like started a new activity or a class or something like that, and you'll go, oh, sure, I'll just miss this one. You know, this is more important. And next thing for, you know, if you've missed it two or three times and you're like, oh, do you know what? It's not relevant anymore. Whereas it, it just takes your mind away from it. And I think as well, you're almost fresher for it the next day as well. And you know, it's, it's quality and not quantity, in, in, in my opinion. Um, you know, I've, I've done the quantity thing and it really, it really doesn't work. <laughs> you think yeah. that it does, you think, oh, you know, if I, just, if I just do this for, you know, another, you know, another week or two weeks or whatever it will be, but in actual fact, if you can just stay focused, you know, for your working day, rather than getting distracted by the emails and the phone calls and just, you know, structure your day um, and, you know, and it, and it does get done. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit because you mentioned yeah. exercise a few times. What, what do you yeah. do for exercise? What do I do for exercise? So um, for the longest time I was talking about it and not actually doing anything. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, I've, and I've had like for the last, I'd say, probably since I've joined them today, um, over five years ago now, I'm, I've, I've certainly been on and off the wagon a lot. Um, uh, but 
initially I started running, um, not very good at it, never really liked it. <laughs> but again, it was just to get out and do something. But for me, what always works is um, uh, just having someone else to work with, having a buddy, if you like. But I suppose every, everyone's in lockdown. So it worked out quite well for me uh, just before all this happened. And I kind of joined a new gym, signed up with a new trainer, and he actually lives uh, quite close to me. So he's he's been able to do some outdoor sessions with me, which has been great. So um, I kind of see him twice a week and we'll meet up around 7, 7.30 in the morning. And that can be anything from uh, doing all ghastly like pacing runs where he's literally making me run as fast as I can for a kilometre at a time and then get my breath back and, and start going again. So that my next 5k run will be a little bit more comfortable down to just, you know, bodyweight exercises, hit workouts things like that and it's really enjoyable because it's um you know you're chatting to someone in person plus you know you're kind of having someone push you that little bit further every time plus you know you're getting stronger and you're doing it right um you know that you're not buying uh dumbbells unnecessarily and you know resistance bands and all and like all these videos and so on and you know they'll they'll end up lying there gathering dust <laughs> so, yeah well I'll, yeah, I'll, so, I'll tell you this because I, I i've got a little bit of equipment at home that i use um for for exercise and uh, I, I i fell off my bike a few months ago and i landed oh, no. on my shoulder so it's, it's it's very very slightly painful but the pain never seems to go but it's not it's not serious enough for them to operate or or do anything else to it and i, I can get about doing most of my stuff anyway um but the pain's still very slightly there and uh when i questioned it at the time I was like you know what can i do i was always referred to doing certain exercises like yoga and so on so i started to actually do yoga um this is the embarrassing bit i've got an injury from doing yoga oh no way i, I don't know if that was possible or not but i've done it anyway um someone's going to call me up on this and uh, talk to me about it but before we sidetrack I, I didn't actually think that was possible <laughs> no i didn't i didn't either um overstretched I yoga was for recovery yeah it was initially um i'm starting to enjoy it now though more um yeah, i think it um it gives you how do i put it it gives you a lot more balance like i there's certain there's certain exercises that i could do quite comfortably anyway but when you use a certain technique and you do it a lot slower you realize how much control you actually don't have over your body movements <laughs> oh absolutely I, I can get so carried away with it and i think um a lot of people are, are on the the exercise buzz because of course it again it just provides that structure doesn't it i also find as well just for for your head like because being cooped up um you know i, th I think there's a lot of the time like on a normal day-to-day -day, uh having that one day working from home it you almost need it at times you know you're like i just need to lock myself away get some stuff done but when it's you know the norm if you like it's it, it kind of uh, it loses um its novelty i think very very quickly well in my case anyways i'm like oh my goodness getting cabin fever i need to get out of here and like what even though i don't or well i definitely didn't particularly enjoy running when i first got back into it um almost just getting out and then the next thing i realized oh my god i've done 5k and i didn't even realize because i just had so much energy that mm -hmm. i just needed to burn it off um so now it's it's kind of uh, improving on that and not causing myself any injury good good keep keep it up keep it up just keep going um i've definitely realized that um you know normally when i'd finish work at around about six o'clock i'd get home probably quarter to seven 
uh, kids yeah. are getting ready for bed and I've got two young boys and you know they'll be getting ready for bed and that's the best I'm going to see them during the week now I see them in the morning I take a lunch break and I get to see them again and then in the yeah. evening at six o'clock I can still go out for a walk with them and if I'm working in the office I'd never be able to do that but although it's time when I'm not working it makes my work much more enjoyable because I feel like if I get this done by this time I can go and spend time with my family and that becomes yeah. an objective for me so um, that's how it's sat with me mentally anyway but go, going going back to this a little bit um, when when COVID first started to bed in I think I think when there were a few when there were about 20 or 30 cases um, around the UK not just London and, and, and anywhere else um, close to us um, I don't think people took it that seriously um, I think everyone was just like oh you know let's wait and see what happens and then it's only when governments made certain announcements about okay we're locking everything down then everyone mm. took it a lot more seriously so yeah you you mentioned earlier that you know you work with contractors sites would have got closed down um, they weren't going to get paid anymore um, going forward anyway and things would have had an impact in terms of your project flows and and so on so when it first was announced and it really started to bed in what was going through your head at that time well for me as I, as I mentioned before so I was you know traveling to the UK weekly and that was because uh, one of my main projects that I'm working on um, is, is on site and it, it can't be late it's it's um, it's public sector project and so my thoughts were um i was based on a site kind of one two days per week um and then making the use of my time then in the office and and so on i kind of thought i was like right well this isn't going to happen anymore i'm not going to be able to travel because you know never mind say traveling in and out of a city to another town um but also you know traveling back to another country um and then as well as that too um one of my best friends is actually an infectious diseases consultant and um she works in one of the largest hospitals here in dublin so we've had had many conversations off the record about this and you know, it was always in the back of my mind um and i mean she's very i wouldn't say she's very blase but she's very to the point and you know she would only bring it to your attention if necessary you know she wouldn't want to be causing any unnecessary stress about it but she just said to me, you know, not so many words, Laura, this is serious. And, you know, no matter what you see in the media, she says, we need to be as best prepared as, as we can. And I kind of knew when she was saying that to me, um, yeah, we, we, we need to get sorted. So I think it was the 12th of March when uh, the Taoiseach here, Leo Varadkar, had announced that all of the schools were closing the next day and, you know, a lot of essential services. Um, and thankfully, um, albeit in the UK, that that wasn't the decision made that, us as a company that um, the founding directors have made the decision, yeah, we're going to go on that and we will advise everyone to work from home um, and, you know, uh, let us know whatever you need to make your, you know, your, your working from home experience um, as comfortable as possible. Um, so, day as a company all started to work from home on the 12th of March? Uh, from the 13th. Okay, 13th of March. Yeah, so that was that was the Friday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I was, I was really, really happy that collectively the decision was made to do that. Um, it was, in my opinion, very sensible um, because I think I'd been staying in London that week. And luckily I was only staying like a 20 minute walk from the office. I mean, ordinarily you just get on the tube, don't you? And, you know, you take the lazy route out like and 
I just thought I'm not getting on no tube. <laughs> you know, because at the end of the day, I'm traveling home. You know, I'm I'm seeing people here. Um, you know, my grandparents thankfully are still alive, and you know, it's 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 just unnecessary really to to be doing things that you don't need to do that you can cut out. And for me, it was like, no, I've got to take this seriously. So, so to go back to your original question, so um, that that main project that I'm working on at the moment, uh, where I where I'm on site, or was on site twice a week. Um, thankfully, a lot of a lot of the team there and my colleagues um, were in agreement with that. Now, one of my colleagues who's who's based in London, he was still, I think, travelled the following week to site. Um, but I think from that we we kind of made the collectively made the decision as a company that we won't be doing that. Um, and again, that's when you know everyone really started getting involved with all the the, the media outlets there. You know the zooms and the the teams and so on. Um, now the site had remained live; it remained active because, as I say, the show must go on. It's a government project, um, and you know thankfully um, with skeleton staff and with the right. Um, procedures and methods in place you know we've we, we've managed to keep things running which is which has been great so good good um so did you did you was there like a a slight dip in workload or was there any kind of worry or concern or was um, it we, we you know you actioned everything quick enough to not have to worry about it yeah it, it was a strange one really because obviously you know um it, in, in some respects you know it, it was a gradual you know kind of dip and then and for for you know and then other sectors you know like we've seen like tourism and hospitality you know it's just gone overnight but I mean luckily for us we knew that there was some uh, prospects maybe two two months in that weren't likely um but all the while we were picking up small little bits and pieces in the background um so stuff that maybe did go on hold we're almost superseded by other things, which was great. Um, so, so yeah. So, in fact, um, you know, our, our staff numbers were still there; they're still strong. Um, you know, thankfully, in Touchwood, we've 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 not had to, um, you know, we've not had to, um, you know, look at redundancies or anything like that. You know, we've we, we were just able to plan ahead really, really well, and not you know, furloughed keep, anyone keep, either. Sorry. Not not had to furlough anyone either. We ended up furloughing was it two people for three weeks in May, okay. Um, which I think, on the grand scheme of things, was very good. And and even during that during that time, we were almost a little bit stretched because of things that kind of came up very last minute. Um, so we were kind of glad to get to to the end of the month to kind of get get them back in again. Um, and as I say, Touchwood now, um, some some of those opportunities are really starting to come in thick and fast again. And then obviously some of our bigger projects that have been running away in the background and now with, with some of the measures being lifted, you know, those are starting to gain traction again. Um, so, so yeah, so it's, it's, thankfully it's, it's been an overall positive experience so far. So we've, we've a lot to be grateful for there. Good. Well, was the response much different across the regions? Cause you've got Dublin, Leeds and London operation, or was it everybody collectively went home, stayed at home? and um and have been there since basically yeah i mean as i say um you know the founding partners that had made that decision very very quickly um when when ireland sort of set the ball rolling if you like um and that that was a collective you know understanding across the business because you know we we don't want to be sending out mixed messages either and 
obviously too you know we want to plan ahead and and kind of let you know let our peers and our clients know that yeah we're still open for business but you know safety safety first you know the health and well-being of them of our staff you know it, it all comes first really and 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 how we can act you know by, by doing what we're doing you know is, is going to help promote that well that's that's what we're going to do um so yeah collectively as a business um and we're still we're still promoting working from home um i mean obviously now um that you know the businesses are starting to open up again and you know side side attendance is now in play again um so that's good um but you know it's it's you know it's a slow and steady approach to it and you know it's 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 all uh, risk assessed as well you know we we really do have to be careful and and um and, and you know manage that as we go um so I, I think um as i say luckily for us you know we we've always had the working from home um as, as part of our business philosophy and, and i think that's really helped us adapt very very quickly so so we'll yeah we'll we'll I, th I think moving forward when we go back into the office full time again um it'll be interesting to see um how, how much of that is carried forward and 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 where the office split versus the working from home will lie as well mm. How how um uh, if if I look at some of the surveys that I conducted earlier, the majority of people uh, actually said that they would prefer to be in the office two to three days a week rather than full time. And when when I was looking through the responses, I thought, yeah, the majority of these are going to be junior engineers, these millennials. They want everything on a plate. That was going through my mind. But when I looked at the survey results, the majority of people who completed the survey were actually senior engineers. And they didn't feel like they needed to be full time in the office. But I, I think every company is going to make their own decision about how they yeah. want to play things going forward. And yeah. I mean, it sounds like you guys already offer um, the flexible working option. So I don't think there's going to be much, much change. Yeah, I, th I think for us, as I say, we're, we're really lucky. And, you know, a lot of that is, is to kind of give each of the staff members, you know, the best chance that they have to work most effectively, really. And, you know, listen, as we all know, life happens and, you know, last minute appointments come up, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, there might be a sickness in the home or, you know, something just crops up whereby, you know, you, you need you need to do what you need to do. And, you know, as long as you're you know, you're meeting your deadlines and your commitments and you're able to be flexible with your clients, um, you know, and, and, you know, manage, manage the expectation, really. So, um, yeah, um, I mean, I think as well, me personally, I'm really looking forward to getting back into the office. Um, I love the balls of the you know team environment and you know catch up with your colleagues day to day. Um, here in Dublin, we um, were part of a co-working space, so obviously I've got um, you know people that I see day to day there across many different sectors, and a lot of them are um, you know might be sole traders, small businesses. So you know it'll be nice to see them back back up and running again as well, because you know it is it is tough times for a lot of sectors, um, but also as well knowing that. Um, the things that I thought that I maybe needed to be in the office for, um, well, actually, I can manage that from home, um, you know, just with a bit of thinking. Um, so, for instance, if I needed to uh, be back home in, in Donegal, in the northwest of the country where I'm from, um, that I can easily pack up my laptop and, you know, take an additional screen with me. It's not a big, it's not a big effort to do that. Whereas before I was like, oh, sure, I need to be in the office. I need to have all my screens and, and whatever and, you know, really you, you don't and if you do 
it's, it's very easy to to pick up a second screen for you know for very little and, and you know set it up in the home it's it's not a problem like yeah well um you could probably tell but i've been renting out my son's bedroom and this is where i've been working <laughs> for, for the... i was trying to figure out what what were what were your posters there um shapes colors alphabet numbers and spider-man imagine yeah. imagine we um went through another pandemic mm-hmm. do, you, do you think you do things differently either both professionally and personally professionally um yeah, I mean, I think there's always room for improvement. And of course, you'll always learn from, you know, what the previous scenario was. Um, I, th- I think, you know, as well, there'll be a lot of technology that's maybe developed as a result of this or, you know, will, will come out of this that, you know, that will help businesses more as well. So look forward to see, seeing kind of what comes through. But um, I mean, I think, you know, as a business, so again, because of the way we do things and, you know, every, every Monday morning, you know, we'll have a, a team catch-up call and, you know, it's almost like a very informal resource kind of meeting. And it's almost like, okay, what are you up to for the week? What's your calendar looking like? And, you know, when are you in, when are you out? Um, have you any deadlines, any project reviews that need done? And again, that's that's just kind of how, how we've always done things. I guess efficiency can always be improved, but I think you're only, you know, you're, only, you're always learning from your last project and how you can do things better. But um, I think in, in terms of, of being able to adapt, I think we've, we've managed that quite well. Um, uh, personally, uh, I would say, um, I suppose I was probably and had a lot of bad habits uh, collected up from, from all the traveling and, you know, especially with, you know, like eating out all the time and not making the time to be prepared here and I think that again that has a domino effect with uh, being active and that you know you grab some you know some kind of quite convenience food and then you know you're you're kind of a, you end up being lethargic you know you've got your sugar highs and lows and then you end up eating more um, and also like whereas flipping that around now like I'm cooking all the time you know I'm going out and making more you know kind of making time to aside to do that because I'm actually enjoying it again, you know, whereas I'm so far removed from it, it was it was unreal. Um I think making time for your friends and family. Like I don't know about you, but you know, everyone's on the Zoom call buzz or you know the uh, what is it, house party and all this sort of thing. And it's like, you know, every Friday, like my girlfriends from home, they they're my school friends and you know, we we've been friends now for uh, you know, 30 odd years. And, you know, we'll always say, oh, yeah, we'll catch up then. And we might meet up twice a year, holy as a group, every Friday evening now. You know, we're having, you know, it's someone's turn to do a quiz. And, you know, literally we're on Zoom for two and a half hours and you might see kids running around in the background. But it's it's actually a genuine catch up. And you know, you're genuinely dying to know what's been going on in the last week. Whereas, you know, we never would have done that before. You know, months would have passed before you would have seen, you know, seen, seen everyone all together as a group. I think as well, you know, talking to your family at home, there might have been the odd call weekly um, or twice weekly. Now it's like every other day. Um, so, you know, again, it's, it's, I think it's kind of, um, yeah, it's, it's really, for me, it's, it's really made me appreciate the, um, friends and family in my life. Um, and also work colleagues as well. You know, we find to, um, 
you know, uh, we're, we're, we're kind of suggesting going right, uh, let's do, you know, Friday evening quiz, you know, we'll have a few drinks and a bit of a get together. And, you know, you obviously would have done that, you know, in the office, a couple of after drink or after work drinks, you know, every so often. And again, it's just maintaining that to go, actually, you know, we, you know, we do have that relationship outside of work as well. And let's just not let that kind of roll over because God only knows when, you know, we get to see each other in person again. So I think, I think that's been important as well. Mm. I, th- I um, think for me personally, I feel like I've, I've redefined what happiness actually is for me and what, um, what brings me joy. So uh, all, all of the things that you mentioned included keeping in touch with family and, and all sorts. Um, back to like the old routine that I had before lockdown where, you know, I was generally very busy. I'm up early, head to the gym, come back, shower, head off to the office. I'm there until six, come home barely see my kids and then you know too shattered to do much more than that and then carry on um uh I mean it's not that I hated the routine I did like it um but I didn't have as much time to do some of the things that I knew were important but I just couldn't squeeze them in I just felt like everything else was closing in but now you know keeping in touch with my parents um seeing my kids more spending more time with them um, friends and family and so on it's 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 made me realize that even well even even money itself I, I don't believe that money is the source or even remotely connected to happiness anymore I just feel like it's uh, yeah. I just yeah. feel like it's it's purely other things and and that's what it's defined for me so maybe other people will will, will disagree on that um that's all right. I was just going to add in one more thing there. I was going to say as well, um, again, for me and what I find myself is I'm making more time for, um, you know, little bits and pieces of learning and CBD when I can as well. I mean, it's something that you'll always have in the calendar, but chances of actually getting it done is, is another thing. Just, you know, when, you know, when you've got deadlines and, you know, day to day running around and stuff. So um, I think that's been important as well. And it's almost kind of putting a pause on things and realizing when I actually need to do this and I need to do it for myself. Um, you know, I, I need to do it, you know, for my own learning and development. And, you know, because again, the industry is going to change as a result of this. And, you know, you kind of, you know, it, it, it's, it's good to keep on top of things, but also just to keep refreshed, you know, as, as well. And it's not going to stop everything either. And it's as, as negative impact as, as it's had on, on many aspects. I think we can, you know, we can, we can take positives out of it as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my my final question before we bring this all to a close um, has this impacted any of the future growth plans for for MZA whether that's in in, in, in any of your offices um, at the moment as, as I say we're, we're lucky in that you know our, our, our books are looking good you know workload is, is good and opportunities are, are still coming through um, so we, we kind of just take the approach you know, for us, it's, I'll not say business as usual, but I will, <laughs> in that, like, it's, you know, we're, we, do, we don't want to scare ourselves, we don't want to be kind of too reactive to something that maybe isn't there, Um, you know, we're, we're trying to keep in with our clients, you know, we're trying to maintain, Um, there might be projects we might have had, you know, two, two years ago, we may have touch base with clients in between time, but maybe not actually being able to have a meetup. But you know, it's about keeping those doors open, um, you know, making sure those relationships are still there. Um, so yeah, I get, I get, I guess for us, um, it's it's how do you, how do you do that when you're on lockdown? You know, so 
again yeah. it's, it's it's keeping in contact with everyone um it's making sure that we're still active um just because again doors are closed doesn't mean the business development stops i mean here in ireland especially i have never seen as many opportunities um coming through uh, in, in the public sector side because obviously you know some of the smaller jobs that were maybe um I guess not the most exciting to release, but still needed to be done. They're just flying through the door at the moment. There's a lot of development and scooters here happening, um, which is really, really exciting um, to see that the facilities that they're looking to provide is some of the facilities that we would have seen going into some of the new build schools in the UK. Um, so that's really, really good. And it's, um, it's, it's just, I guess, knowing and understanding that things won't ever be the same again as they were. But it's, you know, how, how, how we're adapting to change and how we're going to take that change forward um, and how we're going to move forward as a business. But I think, you know, we've touched wood, got through, got through so far, we'll be ready for it again if, if it happens to come back again. I mean, I know we're, we're not rid of it just yet, but, you know, we're, we're I believe we're through the peak um, and we're coming out the other side, but, you know, hopefully stronger and you know we, we can only build upon that so um yeah looking forward to seeing what the next six months are going to bring for sure good um well even from my perspective obviously i work with um a lot of companies and i hear the news about people you know either being made redundant or being furloughed and so on and uh some of the other companies out there um either haven't done so well um or they've they've had to furlough large groups of people um and so on and i, I want to say this and this is just genuine uh mza should be really proud about how they've got through it everyone involved because thank you the way the way you've all reacted quickly um uh, and and by the sounds of it you've you furloughed two people for for three weeks but then realized you actually didn't need to um that's an achievement in itself. You've basically not had to furlough anyone or let anyone go and you've just got through it. So yeah, well done to all of you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, we, we could have taken the easy option. I know there's a lot of companies um, across all sectors out there that almost took the furlough opportunity um, as, uh, I suppose, as, as, as an opportunity to maybe um, I don't know, replenish maybe cash flow through the business and so on. But you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we're albeit we've had to um, you know, change your day-to-day -day ways of working, um, but it doesn't change for us how we operate as a business. And and I think that's how we we've got to where we are today because of of the kind of the foundations that we have and the work split that we have and you know um the, the various sectors that we work across and you know you'll see peaks and troughs across uh, you know across all but it, it, it's it's just you know maintaining your feet in the door and you know touching base with those clients that you know you maybe haven't been talking to in a while and letting them know that you're still there and you know you know if it's if it's a coffee um you know that you would have you would have done in central london well you know if you have that relationship there it's you know well yeah what we can do is even call or just just ringing up actually I have a little question for you and then you know maybe build it from there so so i think i, th I think yeah we're, we're we're very lucky so thanks for 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 uh for, for saying that as well appreciate it that's okay um well that brings us to to a close for some of the questions that i had is there anything else that you'd want to say laura um no i think um as i say uh 
it's it's been it's definitely been a challenging few months and I will admit like I didn't think that it was going to maybe carry on for as long as it's had um but then I suppose everything was quite unknown wasn't it but I, I guess you know just a big a big thank you to you know all all the frontline workers and you know of course um that extends across you know hospitals um you know medical facilities but you know ev everyone from you know shop workers to anyone working in takeaways you know providing for those that are, you know for, for those that are out there that's that's been hard you know you see you see people that you know are, are going into a shop that are having to deal with you know queues of people people getting you know stressed out and frustrated because it's not the norm of, of how we have to do things now and, and that's their day job and they have to go home at night and you know just because you know they're not you know they're not they're not maybe working in, in, in a healthcare facility doesn't mean that they're any less important than than what those frontline workers are you know they're all providing services for us. so just really really grateful for for that and grateful for how um I, th I think here um the government here has done a fantastic job and we've got a very strict um uh, phasing plan as to how we're going to move out of out of uh, lockdown and Again, I'm lucky in that, you know, MZA as a company are, are, are kind of taking that approach because, you know, it's safety first. Um, so again, just like to encourage um, everyone in the UK to, to remember that, you know, it's, it's safety first and, you know, you're never too far away from it. And um, I just hope that we'll just continue to see numbers dwindle and, and um, hopefully just reduce, 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 because it's just been an awful time for, for a lot of people out there. So yeah absolutely now thank you for, for that message that's uh really kind of you to mention everyone in there but um it, it brings us to a close and uh thank you so much for sharing so much information by the way is uh you know there's personal stories in there there's your professional experience and and what's what's been going what's been happening in the background around all of this situation um thanks for sharing that and to our listeners um i will uh, tag Laura into all the posts. So, um, are, are you okay with me tagging you in on on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever you're active? Yeah, absolutely fine. No problem at all. Brilliant. You can all follow Laura and connect with her. Um, and yeah, if there's if there's any questions, comments, feedback, whatever it might be, um, we're we're all quite active on all of our social platforms. So feel free to fire in. But uh, a message from me: this this pandemic hasn't affected a certain size of company or whether you're small medium or large um it's everyone and i think we've heard from laura today um it has impacted her as well um and and even if that comes down to your to your routine um it applies to you as well so yes this this situation affects everyone uh, we are all in it together and i'm sure in due course we'll get through but for now uh, have a great day Take care. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening and we really hope you enjoyed it. If you really did like it, don't forget to leave us a review and share it with a colleague who you think might benefit. Don't forget to follow us on all social media pages including Instagram and LinkedIn. Engineered by Responsum Global.